While other economies falter, the U.S. marches along. It's the Business News Headlines for Thursday, the 15th day of February. Thanks for being with us again today. In other news, fewer people again filed for unemployment benefits and what that means. Meanwhile, retail sales fell in January, and why? We've got new news about Wells Fargo that hit today. Microsoft make some games available to platforms other than Xbox. Women are driving sports apparel, that's true. We've got the Wall Street Report and new AI-generated video. Like, yeah, what could go wrong with that? For the interview, you'll meet Janine Moore from our recent trip to the National Cattlemen's Beef Association coverage in Orlando, Florida. But first, the news. Insight on business news and comment with Michael Libby is made possible through the support of Tarot International, the premier interpersonal skills, research, and corporate training company. Achieve, lead, and outclass with Tarot. T-E-R-O.com. Focus and Find, a high-level, socially responsible search firm helping major corporations in their search for diverse talent. Focusandfind.com. Funding also comes from the National Tractor Parts Dealer Association, an international organization supporting the new and used agricultural and construction parts industry. Learn more at ntpda.com. Thank you, Hunter Pease, and welcome once again to the Thursday edition of the Business News Headlines. I'm your host, Michael Libby, grateful as always that you're along again today. Well, it's really quite amazing. While the economies of Japan and the EU fall into a recession, the U.S. economy continues to chug along and defy the odds. The Associated Press is reporting that both the EU and Japan that their economies likely weakened during the final three months of last year. For each, it would be the second straight quarter that's happened, which fits one definition for a recession. Yet in the United States, the economy motored ahead in last year's fourth quarter for a sixth straight quarter of growth. It's blown past many predictions coming into last year that a recession seemed inevitable because of high interest rates meant to slow the economy and inflation. So the question is, who is responsible for our continued growth? I'll give much of the credit to U.S. households who have continued to spend at a solid rate despite many challenges. Their spending, by the way, makes up the majority of the U.S. economy, like up to 70%. True that government stimulus helped households weather the initial stages of the pandemic and a jump in inflation, and now pay raises are helping them catch up to high prices for the goods and services that they need. With the average pay increase at 4.1% and inflation hovering around 3.2%, those pay increases have truly mattered. Wall Street ended the day in the green, and I'll have those numbers for you in just a bit, and the news that also jump-started the markets. In a related development to the economy, we have learned that for yet another week, fewer people in the U.S. have filed for unemployment. Yet another sign of a remarkably solid job market, even though a litany of layoff announcements has grabbed attention just recently. Continued strength there should help prop up the economy. Of course, risks still loom, and economists say a recession cannot be ruled out. Inflation could reaccelerate. 
Worries about heavy borrowing by the U.S. government could upset financial markets, ultimately making loans to buy cars and other things more expensive, but that's the bad news. Growing losses tied to commercial real estate could mean big pain for the financial system. Again, more Debbie Downer news, but for now. The outlook continues to appear better for the United States than many other big economies. The mood on Wall Street is so positive that the main measure of the U.S. stock market, that would be the S&P 500 index, topped the 5,000 level last week for the very first time. With all the good news, might there be a bit of gloom? Well, not really, but consumers did take a breather when it came to retail sales. In January, retail sales were off by eight-tenths of a percent from the strong pace in December when they rose a revised four-tenths of a percent, according to the Commerce Department's report. Excluding sales at auto dealerships and gas stations, sales were down a half a point for the month. The decline was bigger than the one-tenth of a percent drop that economists projected and marked the lowest monthly figure since March of last year. So why? Consumers consumed big time in November and December, and economists are blaming the weather, bitter cold, and an abundance of snow for the decline. The retail sales report could offer some positive news that the Federal Reserve could finally start to cut rates, bringing relief to shoppers and businesses seeking lower rates for borrowing. While some have said the cuts will not come until July, us? We're still betting on April. We shall see. After years of government oversight due to some unlawful activity by Wells Fargo, the big bank seems to be in good graces once again. The AP is reporting that the Biden administration eased some of the restrictions on banking giant Wells Fargo, saying the bank has significantly fixed its toxic culture after years of scandals. The Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, that's the regulator of big banks like Wells, terminated a consent order that had been in place since September of 2016. The order required Wells to overhaul how it sold financial products to consumers and provide additional consumer protections, as well as employee protections for whistleblowers. The news sent Wells Fargo stock up sharply as investors speculated that the bank, which has been kept under a tight leash by regulators for years, may be able to rebuild its reputation and start growing once again. The bank's shares on Thursday closed up 7.2% to $52.04, its highest level since March of 2022, and it was in extremely active trading. Microsoft has announced that several exclusive Xbox games will soon make their way to rival consoles. In a special edition of the official Xbox podcast, Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer confirmed that four Xbox games will no longer be exclusive. That means players should be able to access them on other companies' platforms. Spencer did not provide a firm time frame or identify the four games, but said that two will be community-driven games and two will be smaller titles. For longer than we can remember, it's been men who have driven the world of sports apparel. But that is changing. The AP is reporting that now women are forming the dominant group, especially when it comes to the NFL. And it all started as a fun project. A white bodysuit emblazoned with Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Jake Browning's number and initials. Taylor Dameron had made it for her cousin, Browning's girlfriend, Stephanie Niles, to wear to the January 7th game against the Cleveland Browns. Then, well then, the outfit 
went viral. Just a few days later, Taylor Swift would don a red puffer jacket with boyfriend and Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey's number for his game against the Miami Dolphins. Within a month, that jacket's designer, Kristen Juszczyk, would score an NFL licensing deal. Before Swift catapulted Juszczyk's clothes to a new level of attention, the 29-year-old designer built a following online by repurposing jerseys into more high-fashion pieces like corsets, suits, skirts for herself as she attended San Francisco 49ers games to support her husband, fullback Kyle Juszczyk. Now her NFL duds have spread to other players, partners, and supporters across the league, including Simone Biles, Taylor Lautner, and Brittany Mahomes. Before Juszczyk sent Swift and Mahomes jackets for the January 13th game, she had about 100,000 followers, according to Social Blade. Within a month, she had more than one million. You go, girls. Wall Street ended the day in the green, with the Dow gaining a whopping 348 points to close at 38,773, while the Nasdaq picked up 47 points to end the session at 15,906, and the S&P 500 added 29 points to close at 50,29. So what happened? Well, the retail sales slump gave investors hope that the Fed will cut interest rates sooner than July. Remember, it's not the economy, it's interest rates that dominate the thoughts of Wall Street investors. It's simply the way it is. Meanwhile, West Texas Intermediate Crude gained a buck 43 at news time, pushing the price of a barrel of oil to $78.07. The 10-year Treasury yield fell to 4.234% also at news time. And finally, there is this, and this is about how AI can now create real-looking short videos. Yikes. What could go wrong with this? OpenAI has unveiled a new artificial intelligence model that can turn text prompts into short, realistic-looking videos. The New York Times writes that the reveal marks a significant step forward from previous AI-generated video models. Dubbed Sora, the new system is capable of creating videos as if they were lifted from a Hollywood movie. A cluster of companies ranging from small, buzzy startups to tech behemoths are jostling to launch competing instant video generators. OpenAI's tool will not be released to the public just yet. The company says a selected group of testers are seeking to understand the system's dangers. Even as OpenAI proceeds carefully, critics say AI-generated video could quickly become an inexpensive way of creating online disinformation. And it's also being said that OpenAI is working on a web search product that would directly challenge Google's dominant search product. So says the information, citing an anonymous source. All right, stay with us and click ahead. You're about to hear from Janine Moore. Janine is with the Iowa Beef Industry Council, and we caught up with her during the National Cattlemen's Beef Association meeting in Orlando, Florida, earlier in the month. We talk about beef not only in Iowa, but also nationally, and what those exports mean to other countries. Janine Moore, here on the Business News Hour, and thanks for listening. <music> 